Vikings versus Falcons, GMG in the Rock. me i have rhino and flip but first before we start ever anything we want to say a few words about sid hartman sid i grew up with sid but i'm the old timer here i'm the last of the boomers and i know the gen xers and the millennials and maybe even some gen zers know who sid hartman is Sid published his last column today, and he passed away sometimes either right before or during the ball game. Sid was 100 years old. He's known as Minnesota Sports. He's reported on everything from local prep school to Bud Grant, Muhammad Ali, uh, Randy Moss had extreme uh, respect for him, and Prince. Sid, you will be missed. Now, on to the Vikings versus the Falcons. But I have one question for you guys. Is it time? Righto? Blow the damn thing up. Just wipe it all out and fucking start over. I can't... You know, I brought this up on the pregame show this week that it we either we were going to come in and roll the Falcons or the Falcons were going to come in and roll us and sh- with the, and they got the bump after changing coaches and what the hell did they do? They, they showed up, acted like... I mean, they showed up like there was a game today. We showed up like we didn't give a shit. And it started out right away with that god-awful interception that Cousins threw on the very first play of the freaking game. I haven't wrote it down. It's in my notes, which is back in the list. Yeah, my, it's, in, it's in mine, too. Flip. First play, there there was four guys around Justin Jefferson, and he, th- and he throws it behind Jefferson and right to the freaking defender. Well, my question was, was he behind Jefferson and Lowe, or was he way behind Thielen, who was behind those four guys, in line and open? If he was if he was trying to throw to Thielen, he was also throwing it 20 yards short. Yeah. Or 10 yards short, whatever. But it was a god. And he didn't even have any pressure on him. He rolled out. He had all kinds of time. And just, yep. Flip, what do you think? Oh, no. Did we lose? No. Flip, what'd you think? I'm back. Uh, Is it time? Look, I've been saying it for years, or for weeks, sorry. Uh, 
embarrassing loss. We've we've played six games. We showed up in three of them. People want to say this is all, oh, the team is young. We're dealing with a pandemic. I'm so fucking sick of that excuse. Every team is dealing with a pandemic. Every team has young players on it. This is a coaching problem. They cannot motivate their own players. So coaching is COVID is not an excuse. The pandemic is saving the Vikings because if there were 60,000 fans in that stadium today, the Vikings are 0-3 at home. There would have been boos from the first play of that game, that dumbass Kirk Cousin interception, to the last play of that game, whether it's the Hayden Hurst touchdown or that easy Julio Jones touchdown or or those terrible, crappy-ass onside kick. We can't even onside kick the ball even correctly to give our team a chance. It is time. It's not one. It's not one guy at the top. It's all three of them. People want to argue. Oh, is it Zimmer? Is it Spielman? I don't give a fuck. Get rid of all of them. Get rid of Spielman. Get rid of Zimmer, and get Kirk Cousins off of my football team. <laughs> Absolutely. Flip, could you uh, log off and log back on real quick? You're frozen at our end. Rhino. Do you agree with Flip? Yes, All three need to go. Oh, absolutely. No doubt in my mind. Because if you don't get rid of all three of them, nothing's going to fucking change next year. You, if you, It might change a little bit if, if Zimmer's gone, but you're still not going to because you still got Spielman out there making these bonehead personnel moves. We talked about this the other day. Ted brought it up on the, on the other show that, you know, pretty much every – personnel move they have made since we lost the NFC championship game in 2017 have bite this team in the ass and it took a big bite out of it again today and that all lays on Spielman and it lays on Zimmer because Spielman isn't going to make a move without getting buy-in from Zimmer on it and like we talked about the biggest mistake was signing Cousins, and the second biggest mistake was extending him and re- and doing a read, you know, the restructuring this year. We're, and I mean, we we talked about this too that you know we're talking about potential trade partners for Cousins. There's not any fucking trade partners for Cousins. Nobody is going to take on him with that salary the way he's playing this year. He has yeah. shot that for, for, completely for, for, out the door. Forget the salary. Is is Kirk Cousins the fifteenth best quarterback in the NFL right now? No. Is oh. is he the is he the twentieth? What what is he? Is he the worst quarterback in the NFL? Well, see, this is where you get guys that fall in love with statistics, right? And they look at it and go, "Oh, he's seventy three percent completions. That's pretty good. He's consistent." But yeah, he's good at times. And then he melts down, he makes stupid decisions, he throws bad passes, and it's always at the worst time. It is what I've always said, he vapor locks. I said it before he came to Minnesota. Now, how does that quantify him a bunch the rest, statistically-wise? He, yeah, he's a decent middle-of-the-road starter. But Where he should be is one of the top backups. He should not start. He should not start unless somebody goes out. Then he has a chance to win you 500 
ish half the games. That's the true definition of a starter or of a backup. And that's what he should be, but he's not. Now, we've got a bunch of questions coming in already. Jamie Doyle asks, do you think this is enough to get Zimmer fired? And that one's been hot on Twitter all afternoon. Do you think this loss, 1-5, will get Zimmer fired? Right now is the best time to do it because we've got the bye week coming up, which I just checked the line. We we open up as a a 6.5-point underdog to bye next week, but Mm – um, but now this, th- this is the time because it, it gives whoever and, you know, whoever you decide to make your interim coach, it gives them a week to kind of try to figure some shit out before we go to Green Bay and lose in two weeks. Let's answer the question, though, because, you know, I said last week the best time to fire him was before this game, if you ask me, because you give the new coach an easier opponent and a bye week before you head to Lambeau Field. You did say now, that. Yeah. Now, I mean, you're just going to have a bye week full of change and then try to – Green Bay is a lost cause. Is it actually going to happen? Are they going to fire Mike Zimmer? We, the answer is no, and that pisses me off. Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt that they will. Should they? Probably. No, they, should, will they? they should, but but yeah. And again, it's up to the Wolves because they're the ones that make those decisions. And they will probably not. We will probably have Spielman Zimmer cousins the rest of the season. Mm, I don't know about the rest of the season, but yeah. like, I, wow. I mean, look, look, we're one in five. All you got to do is multiply our record by three. Basically we're on track to go three and 13 or four and 12. And if we're talking about this now, after week six, you have to imagine what what are we gonna do when we're sitting there at two and ten? <laughs> they're, they're not just gonna let Mike Zimmer trot out a, a team when they're two and ten. No freaking way. <laughs> um, and another yes. an, another thing the fans are saying: people are like, "Oh, well, the the schedule gets easier." Well, how how'd that go today? How the easy? This should this should have been the easiest go. game on the schedule, and we got rolled. This is worse than the damn Buffalo Bills game last year when they came in and kicked our ass up one side of the field and down the other. I'm not happy about it. You know, I I wish that we were seeing this the the talent grow quickly. I wish that Zimmer was able to coach up his defense. And we would see an offense play with some urgency and not just throw throw fades to Alex Madison. I wish that these guys, the guys in charge right now, were getting the job done. It'd be a lot lot more enjoyable on Sundays. But they're not doing anything close, so they have got to go. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. And it, and it should be done. Realistically, it should be done. It should be done right now. Zimmer should be out of a job before the day is out. Well, I keep yeah. looking at Twitter and nothing's rolled across to that effect yet. Yeah, I haven't seen anything yet either. <laughs> don't hold your breath. I literally, I don't know what y'all are drinking today, but I, I took one sip of of my Woodford and Kirk, Kirk threw I'm the second. Beer, but... Kirk threw the second, his first pick before I took a second sip and I was like, it's not worth it. I'm just oh, I so. couldn't believe it. I I, I had like, just <laughs> sat down. I did a post about the show 
prior to the game saying we're live 15 minutes afterwards. Just sat down and watched that horrible throw. And it was like, ugh. Hey, on, the Zimmer, on the Zimmer front, guys, I just saw this on, or seen this on Twitter now. From, uh, Chad Graff posted it. Quote from Mike Zimmer in the postgame press conference. It's hard for me to figure out how we can play like we did a week ago and then play as poorly as we did this week. That's your fucking answer? I don't know. <laughs> They're comfortable. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we, we did, part yeah, of it just, is part of it is uh, Zimmer knows he's not going to get fired. Like he knows I, I, or he has that comfort, which is great for a winning team and a winning coach to say, hey, just focus on the games. But th- they've never been able to flip the switch this year and be like, holy shit, we suck. You know, yeah. every every time they come out of an ugly loss, they're like, we just got to trust in the process. Keep on doing the same thing. Success will come. Then they lose against Indy. Don't worry. We're going to get better. Success will come. Then they lose against Seattle. Don't worry. That was a step in the direction. The success has come. No, you got to sit down and be like, I fucking suck. We suck at this. So what yeah. are we going to do? What are we going to do to switch it up? Our best player is going to miss this game. So what are we going to do? Oh, we're just going to start throwing it to Chad Beebe now. That's your solution? Like, <laughs> like Short of the get... sticks on third down. Every fucking third down. Every they fucking threw to, time. They threw it to Beebe, and he was two yards at least short of the goddamn sticks. And Adam Thielen's got one target. So there's no Dalvin Cook, and you've taken your, your best – well, I won't say best anymore because we got two damn good wide receivers right now. Yes, we do. But, so – you got rid of Dalvin. Dalvin Cook is injured. You're choosing not to throw the ball to Adam Thielen. So your offense is basically Kirk Cousins behind a bad line throwing to Justin Jefferson. It, how is that? How is that the plan? Speaking of the O line, switching subjects just slightly. Today was Ezra Cleveland's first day at starting, and they put him at right guard. Of course, he was drafted as a left tackle, but they put him at right guard. What did you they? think when you I there was certain plays I watched specifically Ezra Cleveland to see how he did. What was your impression, Flip? I thought he was terrible and I don't even blame him for it. You know, you draft a left tackle, you train him at right left guard, then you move him to right guard. Um, you know, maybe not terrible for it being his first start ever, his first game action in the NFL ever, but if you're if you're if you're looking for an improvement from Jusamia, I don't really think we got it today. I, maybe it was like a little less ugly, but there were still guys in Kirk's face. He still missed some key run blocks, still missed some key double teams. And again, I'm I wasn't expecting him to be great, but it's just sad for him to be coached so poorly. Well, see, I yes, I saw some misses just like you did, but I also saw some good blocks. And I saw one, and I think it was either one of the short throws to BB or one of the other ones. No, it wasn't a short throw to BB. Kirk had all day in the pocket. And, yeah. And oh, Ezra was doing Kirk. well against Grady, holding him up. And then Kirk threw, the. I think it was his second pick on that one. And it was just like, oh, come on. You got Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, the guy's that, got the potential. But Kirk did yeah. have, I mean, there was a lot of times Kirk had time to throw today. 
Well, and he did. And after that yeah. second one, but he was, but he, my but blood he was pressure holding, was so he was high, I had to take way a break. too fucking long. But you know, again, you, you, again, like the the plan here, the plan for this game, you could see Kubiak was trying to go big on play action, get Kirk moving, get him out of the pocket, and Kirk just shat the bed using that strategy. Um, they didn't mix in any any targets for like an easy wide receiver screen for Adam Thielen or just an easy slant route for Justin Jefferson. It was all these long, delayed routes. He really leaned on the offensive line. The offensive line, you know, sometimes they just let him through. Sometimes they gave Kirk great protection, and you're like, okay, Kirk, this is the shot, and he just and he cracks blows it. it. And he throws and he it blows behind, it. So there, throws it so short. There's, throws there's, it not, there's not a single play – where we can trust the offensive line to be good and Kirk Cousins to be good. It's like a unicorn moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For for oh. both of those things to go well. Oh, you're right. 100%. It's it's and it oh, it is so frustrating and I wrote that during the game. It is just so frustrating. And it shouldn't be this way. Not after all these years. It's not like it's not like the offense is in rebuild. I mean, other than Jefferson for Diggs, everybody's back, basically. Yeah. Um, right. Except for you got rid of your best guard. It's just... <sighs> no, there's there's no shortcuts well, that, to it. And, and, and that, the whole, that part of it is also an indictment on Spielman, which is why he needs to get his ass shown the door, too. He's been in charge of personnel since 2012, and well, our offensive line has been shit since yeah, 2012. My issue with this is it's it's the attitude. Like you look at Spielman's moves, you look at the character, the personalities that they got rid of. Mm-hmm. You you it, both Everson Griffin, Stephon Diggs, very vocal guys, leaders. Um, you, yeah. you look at the personalities they brought in drafting drafting like eight college team captains these are all just like quiet follow the rules type guys there's nobody to mix it up there's nobody to say to to get that urgency i mean we saw early on in that game zimmer dialed up a blitz mug look it gets to matt ryan matt ryan had to like his offensive line didn't pick it up he had to spike the ball and the second the whistle blew, you could see Matt Ryan just laying into his offensive line, just like mm-hmm. cursing him out, telling telling that guard to do a better job, telling that tackle to line up. Kirk Cousins gets sacked, and it's like, oh. Go walk up and down the sidelines like somebody kicked his dog is about the yeah. looks. Yeah. And it's, and it's yeah. just nothing, no emotion only Justin Jefferson, only Adam and, Thielen, yeah, Adam Thielen, Thielen was, Justin Jefferson, everybody earlier else. In the game, earlier in the game, Thielen was going up and down the the, the sidelines, right. kind of getting in people's faces, telling them to wake the hell up. Right, and that's once I see a player do that, I'm designing a, a wide receiver sweep or an easy slant route to that guy. Yeah, I'm giving him something. a chance, mm-hmm. you know, oh, right. something. Yeah. But we don't see that from this team because they just – they don't have that attitude, that mentality, that that rah rah attitude is something they want. They just want quiet, follow the rules type 
work the system type bullshit. And it drives and, and us it, nuts. Absolutely. And if, and if that's what you, if that's what you want, Kirk Cousins is probably the best quarterback you can have for it because he's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna when a bad play comes and he's not gonna say fuck this shit and pull his, his own play out of his ass or anything like that. He's you know, yes, boss. Okay. Yep. Uh huh. Uh-huh, yeah. You know, okay. Oh, here. Oh, um. Uh, here we're just gonna throw the ball over here and then we're we're just gonna. You know, oh hey, we got a touchdown. That's great. We're gonna go back and sit down on the bench now yeah. for ten minutes until the, the oh, defense yeah. is done. So we've scored zero then, points. What we should do? Let's let's get Chad Beebe on an out route. It's like three yards short of the sticks. <laughs> Brady Longmore, Kirk Cousins, a human cup of ranch dressing. That's a <laughs> good like one, mayonnaise. Brady. Oh. At, at least there's a little there's a little flavor to ranch dressing. It's more yeah, like mayonnaise. Right. <laughs> Hear you. If I mispronounce that, buddy, I'm sorry. The blame should all fall on Rick Spielman. He chose to play. He chose to play. Um, chose to pay Kirk. Trade Diggs. Failed to solidify the offensive line. Chose to pay Kirk Cook and Barr. He's an idiot. No. Okay. So here's again, like I said, here's the issue. And here you, I, I totally understand your take on Spielman. The problem is. There is no situation where the Vikings get rid of Spielman, but keep Cousins and keep Zimmer and things get better. That's just, that's not a realistic, that's not a realistic no, that, outcome. That, that's why all three need to go. All three need to go. If you, so if like, you keep, if you keep even one of the three, I don't, I mean, it, I don't think it's going to get any better. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I agree. Now, getting rid of Kirk's going to be the hardest of the bunch because of yeah. his salary because counts the- against the cap. Spielman's and uh, Zim's and only like, counts against the Wilf's wallet. I'm I'm just not that worried about it. I mean, you, you draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You tell Kirk, look, it's going to be a competition 2021. And... What is Kirk going to do? He's going to fold like a cheap lawn chair. And... He's going to fold like a cheap lawn chair. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, pro- and so, the like, problem is... The problem and then probably that, though, may is... demand a trade. Yeah, yeah. but the problem oh, is... will probably okay, demand a trade. We'd like that. Right, that would but, be the best option. Yeah, absolutely. Please, go find somebody that's willing to take your ass off our hands and good luck to you. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. the fuck out. Don't let the door yeah. hit you in the ass on the way out. Yeah, and, and hey, Kirk, if you wanna if you wanna be a backup quarterback, what, what if he doesn't ask to trade and we have to just pay him to be a backup quarterback? I mean, that just says the world about Kirk Cousins that it's all about the money, that he was never gonna lead us to a Super Bowl, anyways. So mm-hmm. I'm not that worried about it. Uh, just the the, the, the so biggest thing is that is him being on the roster next year guarantees 2020. Two, or 2021 and 2022 at the same time you know and that so that yeah it's gonna, a lot of it, it's a lot of money it's a lot of money we're, i mean we're better we would be better off cut you know we talked about this before about okay mm-hmm. if you can find a trade partner which you're not going to now right unless somebody's got a, a day old half-eaten donut and a cold cup of coffee that they'll give you for him there's your answer but, chris yeah but or you cut him yeah, you're gonna have to cut him, and then you're gonna eat forty-one million or whatever next year. Okay, fine. Let's eat the forty-one million. Just, and that's, just, I think it's 
just move on. Get the you know, just, just move on. Just eat it. Just eat it. Take take your lumps with a rookie next year. At least if you're yeah. got a, a that you're building for something, Kirk's not going to build you anything. JD, what, what ask Trevor, is- Justin, and I just want to let JD know yeah. we'll be doing a couple specials this week at uh, our normal times, and we will probably discuss that in depth. What are the chances they draft a quarterback? If Spielman's running the show, very li- very minimal. I'm about to say it depends on who's the GM. Be- because on, I mean, honestly, do you trust Rick Spielman to draft the right quarterback? I, I mean, how how can Rick Spielman watch what we just watched and say, ego. "Okay, how?" Ego, he he cannot admit that he, and I'm not even going to say that he fucked up when he signed Cousins because, I mean, it was the best of what I mean. Best of what was available. Best of what was available. I don't. I you know. I still think we'd have been we'd have been better off keeping Keenum and Teddy one more year, just to see how that went. But I'll go with the other part of it. But you know he. And Spielman, we've seen this before in other players that haven't panned out. He, you know, he holds on to him too long because he doesn't want to admit that he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing half the time when he's picking these players. Willie Beavers in the fourth round. Drew Samia. I mean, the the laundry list goes on. I mean, Laquan Treadwell. I mean, you know. Well, it is a topic for another day, but yeah, I just. I mean, we could, we could talk I about just this like, for like. If, if I'm the owner of the team or if I'm the general manager of this team, they're watching the same game we watch. So if they're really that stupid or if they really have some other agenda, some like Carl Polad type management that they're trying to run on the Minnesota Vikings, that's why I'm like, that's where I'm like, yo, I don't have to do this. I don't have to wear this hat every day. And and drink whiskey at 10 a.m. on the West Coast if you're not going to try to put together a winner. So, yeah. But I mean, you know, the Wilfs have never given really the indication that they're that kind. I mean, that they're that kind of owners. You know, no, they're they're not they're not doing a Red McCombs thing. You know, trying to or making your offensive coordinator also be your offensive line coach, the water boy, the the equipment manager, and. uh, you know, exactly. Load the that, bus every time you leave. That's why I think Zimmer is gone. If we're two and ten, Zimmer is gone. Spielman is gone because the Wilfs aren't going to stand for it. Ted Glover says, "Fire everybody, <laughs> rehire them next Friday, then fire them again." <laughs> oh, Ted, uh, we love you, bud. We miss you. I can't even talk about how upset I am at the defense because. I'm just so pissed at the offense. Yeah. Speaking of missing somebody, we are missing the one and only Drewster today. He had things to take care of. And Drew would have been lit this afternoon on his opinions. (laughs) Drew, I know you're going to watch this after the fact, buddy, but we miss you. We'll see you during the week. Yes. Yeah, I, I would have definitely loved to hear Drew's take today on what was going on here. So I mean, we'll have to get it. We'll, we'll, we'll get it on the uh, the GMG bi-week show, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, it just 
while Flip, you were talking about the, the defense. I mean, before the game started, they they ran a stat. We have been give, we were giving up thirty point four points per game. That is the worst in franchise history. And then we gave up forty today, so now it's even worse. I can't. You know, I, took, I mean, Kirk leads the league in interceptions. And what I I ask him to do one thing, David. You know, I don't even care how many yards yes. or how many first down conversions or what's his just don't turn the fucking ball over or how many touchdowns he scores. Just don't. Turn the, the fucking ball over. We've even mentioned today, it on shows you are not on about right. how much it makes you happy when he doesn't turn the ball over, that's, but irritates you to no end when he's a I turnover want. machine. Well, and especially throw, throw all the 200 the, yards, zero touchdowns, and zero interceptions, and Flip will be a happy fan. But you look at this game, three interceptions, 17 points off those turnovers. How much did the Vikings lose by today? We lost by 17. Yep. Well, and the one turnover we did get, we didn't get any fucking points. <laughs> no. There is no reason. I mean, you just as well not get that damn intercept or that turnover if you don't do something with it. At least get a goddamn field goal. But no, we can't well, do that. I, it's just that uh, I understand go for it on fourth and no, one and, and, I'm, line, and I'm, but... I'm okay. And I'm okay with that. But the part that pisses me off the most about this, you know, and we've all talked about this many times, is that when you get a turnover, you have to make it fucking count. You yes, have you to score points. I don't care if it's a field goal or a touchdown, something. You have to get something out of that, or it's it's a wasted freaking opportunity. Mm-hmm. And on the goal line there is, believe it or not, there's more things you can run and I'm not talking just necessarily run, but more different plays that don't work at the rest of the field that you could use, and they seem to evaporate from the play call. No, all, pretty no much all we do when we get down inside the five-yard line is run. It's like... We did try, uh, we did try to throw that one to Irv that he, I think, was probably it was knocked out. He fumbled it. He caught that it, was a great and play. it was knocked out of his hands. Yeah, right. But so that I was mean, actually a great play. Yeah, it was. Um, but why was it knocked out of his hands? Because it was behind him and low. Yep. <laughs> exactly. You, you you hit it up here. For a whole five yards worth of throwing, max. Right. Behind yeah. him and low. It's like it, it was damn near Donovan McNabb dirt ball he threw at him, for Christ's sake. God. I mean. You just hear about all these special plays the teams have. It's like. Why why do we always throw it to Kyle Rudolph on second or on first down and second down? It's because we're saving our special plays for when we get down into the red zone and in and in the goal line situations. Must have situations. We've got these special plays. And the Vikings, the special yeah, play is run, like uh, run right, run left, and a, run up the middle. It's it's a QB draw with Kirk Cousins when yeah, we need which a two point conversion. Idiotic. Yeah. Or it's like a run, it's like a run on the hip of Dakoja Dozier. It's like, oh, great. Behind Thanks for saving up. that play for when we really needed it. Now, I did want to ask the one question on, not that it meant to anything, but when it was, I want to say, Mike Hughes was called for uh, leading with the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, no, it was Gladney, wasn't it? It was, it was Gladney, yeah. It was Gladney. Okay, yeah. Gladney. Yeah. When he's called for leading with the head. Did you think that was a good call? I thought it was pretty iffy. I, I thought it was iffy, but really tough call. 
Um, it's not it's not one of the things that I was gonna gripe over. This is one where I get a little perturbed over. Yeah, Gladney was shooting for about thigh level on the receiver, mm-hmm. yep. but it, the, the receiver, receiver at the last minute bumps yeah. down like this, yep. and then connects with the helmet because Gladney was going helmet right yeah. shoulder. Yeah, if the receiver at the had thighs, his head, it wouldn't have been it. It wouldn't have been. Hit. Yeah, and maybe and that's think, why he didn't get ejected. Um, but right, no, it, I, it I agree. That's a call. I mean. The refs are the refs. I think there's you can see that starting to affect the game. Just the rule changes like that, that Matt Ryan run where he jukes out Eric Kendricks. It looks bad, but it's also like Kendricks knows that he's not allowed to hit Ryan. Right. So he's mm-hmm. kind of just waiting for him to slide. But Ryan doesn't have to slide. He can just keep on running. So uh, there's a right. lot of plays where you can just see defenders. It's a really tough situation. Yeah, going through their head. Do I get the chance the 15-yard penalty mm-hmm. it's, or not? It's literally, do I get a 15-yard penalty or do I just miss this tackle and let the guy get 15 mm-hmm. yards, you know? Right. So. Yeah. I just. Ah. I think, I think, I think Gladney and, and Dantzler still, you know, I uh, improvements every week I'm seeing. We're still seeing some of those glaring rookie mistakes. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be okay giving them, giving them a full season, maybe even a full three seasons to work through that. I did not see much from unique. He had a, he he had a couple tackles, at least one for loss in the backfield. And there Um, there was a, there was a couple times he was in the backfield for, and he got, Precious yeah. probably. I mean, no sacks. Matt, Matt Ryan's just so good at avoiding the negative play. He'll he'll dump that ball out of bounds real quick. Right. Or oh, he, he's, he's just so identify identifying the blitz and just getting rid of the ball. And it's just so. And you so, can see I'm that. So jealous. I'm so <laughs> jealous, man. Real realistically, Matt Ryan is Kirk Cousins without the cross wiring between the ears. I'm so jealous. <laughs> he's just that? like, oh. Hey guys, I don't have any more. It's, 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 yeah. Hey, if we could get him by all means, and I agree with everybody, let's go. Um, he's a generational well, talent. As of right now, there's only one team that hasn't won a game yet, and, and that's the Jets. And they're, they're playing, I don't know if they're on now or if it's later today, one of the, but the Giants won. So now they're, they've got their first victory. The Falcons won. So, I mean, we went from before the game mm. picking seventh, and we're probably about picking third right now. Okay. You know, we're on track to win three to games. And I'm telling yeah, well, you, man, yeah. we're going to get one of those QBs because the GM's going to be gone. And, hey, my head coach, the head sure. coach I want, he, woo, Arthur Smith looking good, putting up 42 points today. That mm-hmm. offense is humming with Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry. So now we just Damn. we got we got Jim Payton at the GM spot. Once we, I'm dude, I'm just so jealous. Just Matt Ryan, man. <laughs> if we if we had a Matt Ryan, oh god, we'd still figure out a way to use him incorrectly. You know, and that, and that's you know, okay. But he, back would, to but the, he uh, would he would be like he would be like, this is the wrong way to use me. Right. This is yeah. fucked up. I'm making this audible at the line. Right, right. And, and, and have enough yeah. balls to do it. Right. right. Whereas with Kirk, Kirk might say, "Okay, this is this is 
this is messed up. He wouldn't say fucked up because he's. I don't think this is going to go well, but let's try it. But yeah, you know best, Coach. We're gonna. I'll I'll give it the old college try. You know. Oh shit. Anyways, I agree with uh, I agree with with uh, Christopher Gates there. Be enemy for the next. next Everybody's gonna want the enemy. Y'all got to get way more creative with this these head coaching takes. Okay. Everybody was going to want the enemy. You got to remember, the enemy right. was here. Yeah, he right. was a running okay. back coach here. It, it's not going to be the enemy. We got to look further than just one well, guy. We, it we all, it look, all depends on you, me, you know. Arthur Smith. Yeah, the Vikings I mean, have, like, the least attractive head coaching vac- vacancy, or they will. So we got to be more – we got to do more than just say, oh, the enemy, the number one guy. Got to dig in. I'm telling you, Arthur Smith, right. while nobody's talking about him, I'm sorry. I'll call him. I'll call him for us. You know. Okay. Hey, yeah. research. As, as long as our coaches, I'll, as long as our I'll put them in touch with Thomas next year. <laughs> that, that's all I'm worried about. As long as our coaches not name Mike Zimmer next year. He. I mean, hey, they could. They could go on a run here. They could go ten and six. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> I could get I could get down with the show here too and go out and have a beer with Brooklyn Decker. That's not happening either. <laughs> Good luck, Rhino. With that, we're going to wrap it up. But like I said, this week we have a couple bye week specials lined up for you, including these great gentlemen that are on now, plus a few others. And we will be looking forward ahead, and we'll watch Twitter, see if anything happens this week. We'll keep you updated. Thanks for joining us as always. Any last words there, Flip? I can't wait to see going into the bye week, licking their wounds, Mike Zimmer leading this team with two weeks to prepare for the Green Bay Packers. I can't wait to see what happens. (laughs) Sarcasm rains down. (laughs) Any last words there, Rhino? I got two things quick. Justin Jefferson through six games in the rookie campaign, Randy Moss had 527 yards. Justin Jefferson now has 536. So he has surpassed both Stefan Diggs and Randy Moss for the most yardage in a rookie campaign through their first six games. So, I mean, he looks, he looks the real deal. Oh uh, yeah. He, he's legit. And, Love that and I think, I thank Philadelphia every day for taking Jalen Rager and, and leaving just Justin Jefferson for us. Mm-hmm. Yo. And my and the second thing take I have. <laughs> take for ter- Trevor in full effect. <laughs> All right. With that, everybody, thanks for watching us. Thanks for joining us in the remarks, everybody that did. And we'll see you later. Have a great week. If you can, watch Twitter, watch the reports. Rest in peace there, Mr. Sid Hartman. You were a legend. And Skull Vikings! Hopefully we'll at least win one or two more games. Maybe. Matt Ryan. Thank you for watching or listening. As always, if you like, subscribe, and ring the bell for notifications. And if you're listening to the podcast, please rate us on your favorite aggregator. Let's go, everybody.